What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Vitamin D Podcast, where our mode is to get you excited about life so that you can live life on purpose and for purpose. If this is your first time, welcome. I am so glad that you took time out your day to sit here and kick it with me, to talk to me. And you know, on this podcast, um, it's all about shedding light. You know, you get vitamin D from the sun, right? So I'm here to shed light into your life because my name is Dawn. You, you get it? Okay, you follow. And if you're returning, welcome back. I appreciate you. I should probably call you like my daylights, you know, just to get a light light here and there. Um, but nevertheless, I'm just so glad that you're here. Now, usually on the Vitamin D podcast, we'll do certain interviews where we're talking to notable celebrities. Sometimes people just like you and me having just inspirational conversations and inspirational insights. And then... I'll do my quick doses, which you've probably had the special treat of. You're catching those on a Wednesday and Friday, twice a week. And basically, that's just simply me using the lyrics of popular music and intertwining it into a motivational message. Then we got something special. It's where I hear directly from you. I have some of my listeners that write in and for the vitamin D advice letters. And you know, if you have a letter that you'd like to submit, you can go ahead and email at vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com. And just simply, if you have any questions about relationships, about love, about career, about just decisions, any and everything that you use a second opinion on. But let me tell you right now, I said it before and I say it again. Vitamin D is about shedding the light. And you have to understand that when you shed the light, it's going to be on the good and the bad. So just the same with this advice that I'm going to give you. It's going to be real because we can only grow from what we know. Okay? You don't grow from being in the shade. You grow from being in the light. So we're going to cut on some light and it may not be as nice or friendly that you may like. But guess what? It is the truth. Now, I can keep on yapping, but I'd rather dive in to see what we're talking about here. So without further ado, it's time for your dose of vitamin D. Get your vitamin D right here with me and get excited about your life. All right, so let's dive into the first letter. Subject, am I just overthinking it? Dear Dawn, so I've been seeing this man for about a year now. He's sweet, hilarious, and almost as smart as me. It's been great. I sometimes even catch myself fantasizing about adopting kids with him someday. We just click in this way that fills me with joy. So, here comes the bet. 
I don't know why I can't shake the feeling that he doesn't want to be with me. Like he generally shows up, but only after I make plans. And while I don't mind going out and taking the initiative, I can't help but feel like he doesn't put the same value in me when I don't see the same effort. Now, I'm a man in my 30s, so I'm not really too afraid to cut and run, but I also can't decide if this feeling is based in fact or if I'm making a bigger thing out of it than it warrants and should just shut my mouth and enjoy this man who wants to be with me right now. What are your thoughts? Okay, I want to call you damsel in distress. <sighs> Here's the thing that I would say. You always have to trust your vibe. Uh, because whether or not it's you that feels the insecurity or that you feel the other person isn't into you, something is off. Now, whether that's a matter of you uh, stepping up in your confidence or just having a genuine conversation. You know, they say that oftentimes in relationships that they sometimes don't work out, not because another person doesn't love them. Not because another person doesn't care about them, but simply because there are different love languages. You know, some people enjoy the physical contact of touch, and it doesn't always have to be sexual. Some people like to be affirmed of their love. Some people like to be showered with gifts. It doesn't make them shallow. What it says is, hey, this is how I receive love. And I think with any type of relationship, whether it's intimate, whether it's something that's business, you have to learn to communicate. And like you said, your partner could legit be on some quality time stuff and showing out and showing up. But your thing is to say, hey, I want you to take the initiative too. Well, I think like it's any type of relationship of a balance, just like you have a yin and a yang. You know, the sun doesn't get jealous of the moon because it doesn't come out during the day, but it knows the position that it plays in that relationship of this cycle, this evolution of life. So think about in your relationship of who balances out, who does what, you know, just in your relationship, somebody may be a great cook. So maybe they handle the big dishes and maybe that you're doing the sides. Does it make that any party less? No. But like I said before, whether or not you're overthinking it, only you can answer that. But what I inquire and what I urge for you is to take action and communicate. Express your concerns with your partner because no one can read your mind and it's unfair if you expect anyone to. Let them know and say, hey, I'd like for you to plan things or throw something out there and let him take the reins. But don't give up on a relationship if somebody's showing up. Because guess what? If somebody doesn't want to be somewhere, they won't be there. And you haven't told me about this person as not showing up to spend quality time. The gripe that it seems that you're expressing or that I've read is that they aren't putting the same quote unquote effort that you can receive and what it looks like for you. So take some time and just have a conversation. That's where you'll start. Let me know how that goes. Write me back and we'll continue this. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the next letter. Subject. Am I the runt of the litter? Dear Dawn, my girlfriend has been babysitting her sister's dog for the last few months, and it's really starting to wear on my last nerve. We live in Maryland, and since we started dating three years ago, I'm 28, she's 29, I've known that she's big into animals. She would volunteer at animal hospitals and shelters almost every weekend. I got really used to watching videos of cute animals, and especially dogs. Then about a year into the relationship, she introduces me to her sister's dog who she is literally in love with. You think I'm joking, but I do mean literally. She dotes on the little guy like he's an actual baby. At first, I thought that it was cute and just kind of the natural extension of her animal love. I thought it was a little weird that she treated it like meeting her parents. Having to give me a special about what the dog does and doesn't like, I guess I pushed that reservation deep down. So that goes well, and the dog likes me, and things seem hunky-dory. But then come COVID, and her sister decides to move back to the Midwest to help with the family, which, I mean, yeah, makes sense, but she leaves her dog here with us. Now, personally, I like animals, but I also think that they're animals. No table food, no licking on the face, no sleeping in the bed are my general rules, of course. Rules one and three were broken within the first day. Now, three months in... I, A, feel like I own a dog I didn't choose, and B, feel like I have to walk on eggshells lest I do something that she thinks the dog won't like. It's crazy. I can't tell you how many nights I end up almost kicked out of my own bed by the dog and her. Sometimes I just give up and go to sleep on the couch, only for her to come out in the morning and ask, what's up? Why did you come out here? If I were to tell you the truth, I feel like I'd get a blank stare or she'd accuse me of hating the dog or being jealous. I don't know 
am I jealous? I know you can't tell me that per se, but what do you think? How do I stop feeling like the runt in this household? I had to exhale on that because there's a lot of unpacking to do in this letter. You know, there's something I always say is that when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And now usually we're talking about somebody says something that you may not like or something that may be offensive or something that shows ill will of their character. But sometimes we just have to put on our observation spectacles and see somebody who they are. Now, what you stated earlier on in the letter is that you said that uh, you've noticed that your girlfriend has always loved animals. I mean, she does it on her free time. Also, we see that, you know, you didn't necessarily welcome into the fact of various animals coming to the household, especially the dog. Now, there's something that I think that is important in any type of relationship, because I think whether it's intimate or platonic, it all boils down from one person to the next. And sometimes with that communication comes to a level of boundaries. Now, hey, there possibly could be some jealousy, as you stated. You said, hey, am I jealous? Maybe because there's a lot of attention. I mean, heck, she had a whole meet and greet for the dog. <laughs> You're telling me that you get kicked out of the bed because of the dog. What, are you feeling like the dog is on your side? Now, what I'm surprised that you didn't say is that you didn't want the dog in the bed because the dog has been on the ground and touching whatever it's been touching. And I respect the fact of having a dog lick everywhere. And I'm too like you, like going to a restaurant and I'm seeing the dog at the table. Like, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a park. Heck, when I'm even in the park, why hasn't the dog on the leash? And I like dogs. Um, but what I'll say with this is that you need to have a conversation with her. I don't think there's anything wrong with you expressing because at the end of the day, you're not here for the dog. And it's only going to be a certain amount of time that you can keep holding your peace before you explode. And you wouldn't want a relationship to explode over something that's outside of you, too, because it's you two that are building something. And when you allow the outside sources to come in, now you're kind of like crambling or getting your relationship mixed up. There's a lot of static, clear communication. Now, what's going to happen if she says, hey, it's you or the dog? I don't think it'll come to that point. But I think something should be said about, hey, whether a dog can sleep in the bed. I mean, that is your bed, too. And you have to realize, too, how you do anything is how you'll do everything. So if you can't speak up by simply mentioning about a dog being in the house and how your disposition, what does that look like if you plan to build with this woman and you plan to have children? What does it look like when you have to decide what school? What does it look like when you have to speak up to your boss about whether or not you want to raise? You have to learn to speak up for yourself. You have to know where your boundaries are. You have to know where to cut off your limits. Now, it's fine and hunky-dory per se if she loves a dog, but you got to understand how much you love her and also how much you love yourself. And that comes with limits. Here's the thing. You said that there were some rules that were broken. You said rules one and three. That tells me that you seem like a guy that likes his ducks and or. And the fact that you have one, <laughs> you have a dog that you did not choose. Two, you have to walk on eggshells. You can't be you in the relationship. What's the point? So you're not sleeping in the bed alone? What? I don't know about you, but I say there's one thing with friends. I'm not showing up in person to not be in person. So don't come talking to me while you're on your phone or you're distracting because why are we here? So what are you in a relationship for if you can't communicate, if you can't be yourself, if dogs aren't your thing? So what is your thing and why are you allowing it to be your thing? Now, you can try to hold yourself all you want, but then explode later. Then what? And it all it's going to be your fault. It's your fault because whether or not you communicated enough and whether or not you studied your boundaries. Now, because of the fact that you said there were rules, that tells me that you and your girlfriend made some sort of agreement. Then we step into the realms of accident or a disrespect because we need to make sure that we honor our words. Your words are your integrity and your integrity is all that you have. This is in a dramatic sense, but I say that if you are communicating with somebody and you're both on the same understanding and someone changes it, that's the miscommunication. Don't let this be the start of something major that will only continue to build on your life. Think about it like this. You may be uh, avoiding this conversation with your girlfriend or just being frustrated and annoyed Think of it like a callus, a callus that you keep hitting something. So what happens? The protective shield, it keeps getting thicker and thicker. And you know when something so 
thick, you can't get in there and it becomes to be rough. Imagine that type of abrasion in your relationship. Words so thick that you guys can't touch each other because you can't see each other because you can't speak to each other. You see how that wedge starts to build into your relationship? Now, while you're a person who doesn't necessarily like dogs, you got to ask yourself, is this the type of woman that you want to be with? Again, this isn't a person that's just babysitting a dog because her sister is out of town. This is a person who uses her time on the weekend to take care of the dog. So when you going to take care of you and stand up for yourself? So when you ask me, oh, hey, you know, am I the runt of the litter? You're only the runt because you're choosing not to speak up. You're choosing not to stand in your truth. And your truth is you ain't trying to be bothered with no dog. And if you are, don't put the dog in the bed. Don't let the dog lick on my face. Have a conversation. This isn't a deal breaker, but I'm telling you now. Don't make a little uh, a landmine into a mountain. You hear me? All right. That's all I got for now. Well, let's move on to the next. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Letter. Subject, more lame excuses. Dear Dawn, The guy I've been dating for a few months asked me out on Wednesday for a dinner date on Friday at 6 p.m. At 4 p.m. on Friday, he called and I missed it. A minute later, he texted that he was very sorry, but he would need to cancel our date tonight since some good friends of his came into town on a lark and he was going to see them. No word if they were male or female. I wasn't that bothered by it on principle, but the fact that he didn't invite me to join them did bother me. I wouldn't have wanted to go out with a lot of people that evening, but it was rude not to ask. I would never have done this to him. And it made me realize that this was the second time he'd cancel on me like this when a friend came into town. Mm, mm, mm. 
Who are these friends exactly? You heard my, because mm, I was wondering too. And why have I never met them? Mm, I feel like I'm being paranoid, but I also don't want to be with someone who can't keep me keyed in on their life. Then again, what if he's cheating? I don't know. Should I confront him about these lame excuses? Ooh, child, things are going to get easier. I hope. <sighs> lame excuses. Okay. So you say you've been dating this guy for about three months. It was interesting. Um, talking with my engineer and he was just explaining to me how, you know, just in the past relationship of somebody he's dating about being clear. <laughs> Gotta be clear. See, when you know what it is, you know what it ain't. You know what you can, you know what you can't. I say that, does dating mean exclusive? Are you the one? Now, considering the fact that he has a tendency to change plans at the last minute and you never know a reference as who this particular friend is that comes in town leads me to believe that perhaps whatever this relationship or dating ship that you are in is it perhaps the exclusivity of the one that you hope for. I only say that is because you're in the dark and vitamin D we're all about cutting the lights on. Sis, you're going to have to cut your lights on in this situation. You know, people often ask, like, you know, how do you assess a situation or how do you read a situation? You got to trust the vibe. You know what you feel. And it's one or two things. Either it's truth of what you think and it's not right, or there is no truth in it and you still don't feel right. Either way, you still don't feel right. And that's the key. You should be comfortable in your relationship because it either says that the person isn't ready for you or you aren't mature for the relationship because you're not communicating. Now, if he is bringing in somebody, it does seem to me that there's a disregard of just canceling on you. And I just want to make sure that you understand your value and know what you deserve and to know what you're in. You know, it's like trying to tell somebody what your location is and you're unable to read the GPS. Are you reading this relationship correctly or this dating ship correctly? What are your expectations? Hmm. What do you foresee in a relationship? Because, again, you have to teach people how to treat you. And if you are saying you're in a relationship now and this man can cancel at you on any moment at any last minute because he has a special friend to come in town. I can't say that that says a lot about you because what are you allowing? How you do anything is how you'll do everything. Let me say that again. How you do anything is how you'll do everything. So if you handle this relationship of just staying in the dark, not being sure, wondering if you're paranoid, spinning your head in circles, then go ahead. But to ask somebody else if somebody is cheating, only you would know. You know the vibes. Look, we're grown. Did you say how old you are? Let me say on this letter. No, you didn't say how old you are. But there comes a time where you're going to have to, what they say is read the room, take the context clues. And that's going to have to you evaluating what it is that you want and what your expectations are in a relationship. Do you hear me? Do you want somebody that's just going to let you at the drop of a dime? Do you want somebody that's going to keep you in the dark about meeting a friend that you have no idea? Tell me. You didn't say he was your man. You said he was dating. So, I, I mean, looking at that, I don't think he really owes you anything. Hmm? First, find out where you guys stand before you start inquiring where his whereabouts are and why he's doing you the way that he's doing. You need to know where this relationship is. That's what I say the first step is. Okay. All right. Next letter. Subject, invasion of privacy. Dear Dawn, my girlfriend doesn't trust me and she has no reason not to. We've been dating a few months and last night we had a date and things were really going well. She was over at my place for dinner and when I went out to have a smoke, she got into my phone and started going through my messages. After I got back, she confronted me very angry and asked me who are Barb and Celeste. I felt very violated and told her she had no business looking at my phone. Barb and Celeste are work colleagues, which was clear from the conversation, but she doesn't believe me. She accused me of being a cheater, stormed out. I haven't heard from her in days. 
I really like her, but recently she's been acting in ways that I think are erratic. I've tried to ask her what's happening and to create a space where she feels like she can talk about it, but she just tells me she's fine and we sit awkwardly for a while before going to bed. I don't want to end the relationship, but I feel like I can't even talk to her to work out this disrespectful stuff and move forward. Well, listen, hey. If you can't talk to her, get out the relationship. I don't know if this is a theme and everybody decided to write the same kind of letter on this day, but it seems as though the theme is about communication. You need to communicate. Period. That's it. Because who wants to be any type of relationship where one, I have to keep looking over my shoulder, meaning, oh, are you cheating or peeping? Or be on the other end of worrying if I leave my phone, if I leave my journal, if I leave my computer open, are you snooping? Who wants to live like that? You know, we just had the other brother talking about he didn't want to confront his girlfriend about the dog and whether or not he had to walk on eggshells. I don't know about you, but you know, they say home is where the heart is, right? And whether that's figuratively in those four walls that you stay in or home that you find that love with the person. It's love. It's a connection. It feels good. You are no, have no business being in a relationship that doesn't feel good. That's not right. And feeling good does not look like you got to, I got to look over my shoulder or you going through my business because we're so open and we're so communicative that you know what's going on. Now, if these are your coworkers, I do find this interesting. How come she doesn't know who Barb and Celeste are? Huh? Because if they're casual enough to be in your phone, that's somebody that would come up in a casual conversation. But hey, I'm not surprised that you may not know that because the fact that she's snooping around tells me there's a disrupt in the conversation, in the communication, because she doesn't know who they are. Now, me personally standing on the outside, if I saw somebody in my mate's phone, I would hope that there's some type of conversation because this isn't just like the homie. This is your, your lover, your homie lover friend. This is your babe. This is your boo. This is your ride or die. What is this? You know, and another thing, too. I wouldn't say I condone like people to be angry, but one of the things I think is so important that when you're looking at a relationship and feelings are involved, you're not going to be hurt as far as being sad and you're not going to be angry if you don't care about somebody. So it's not a question about she doesn't care about and she's trying to be all up in her business. It's just a matter of whatever reason she's left in the dark, whether it comes from lack of communication about who these people are or... It could be on the flip of the coin. And now you didn't have any indication of this, but she could be very insecure. Do you understand how it still doesn't work? You know, I think about just my relationships and as I'm cleaning inventory and, you know, I talked about this before, how you have to treat certain people like you have a white outfit on. You have to understand the proximity and the distance of how close do you allow somebody to come in contact with you. And sometimes when you have to let people go, it doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means that we aren't serving in each other. And if somebody doesn't serve you, they don't deserve you. Remember, love is not about how much you can take. It's all about how much you can give. And if you're on the edge and constantly feeling like she's peeping in your stuff, that means you're closed off because you're constantly on eggshells. And if she's happened to tip around and deep in your, and dig into your stuff, she's on eggshells too. How can you be with one another? But I'll tell you this, all hope isn't lost because you guys clearly care about each other. You care about enough to even write in this letter. She cares about enough because she's going through your stuff and, and getting emotionally involved with it. Sit down and once again, have a conversation with her. One, you need to explain to her how you feel about her going through your stuff. And then two, you need to tell her who Barb and Celeste are. Now, you can say all you want. The conversations are very clear. Who got time to be scrolling up all in the conversation to see who said what? She just saw the names and you guys were comfortable. And she probably got upset because she said, who are they? And why are you talking after work hours? Which is what? Why are you talking after work hours? Was this a kiki kaka? What is it? So as a female or just as a person who has been in a relationship, I would probably wonder too, because why hasn't it come in a casual conversation? And not like it's a bulletin, it's just part of a conversation. It just comes up. And when somebody's left in the dark, you can only get scared. Think about it. If you were in a room and the lights are off, you'd be leery, you'll be antsy. 
And that's what they say. The truth is the way. The truth is the light because the light's on. You can see. And that's what it's about. Seeing where you are going, whether it's in your job, whether it's in your relationship intimately or platonically. You just got to see. And right now, you got to see there's some lack of communication. Let's build it up. Figure out what's going on. But definitely make sure you figure out why exactly that she doesn't trust you. And I say that because you say in this first line, my girlfriend doesn't trust me and she has no reason not to. Who? How you going to sit here and tell her what she has no reason not to? Clearly, she doesn't know who Barbara Celeste are. That's a very, you know, cocky thing to say. How are you going to speak with somebody else's head? Hmm, there's some work to be done on both sides. But either way, talk to her, assure, and figure out what's going on with this, okay? All right, let's go on to the next letter. Subject, can't make heads or tails of his intentions. Oh, Lord. Dear Dawn, I think the guy I'm dating has an issue with commitment. He doesn't call regularly, and he asks me out on days at spontaneous times, and I don't like that. Though when we do go out, it's great. And even though we haven't gotten past third base, the sexual chemistry is off the charts. I like him a lot, and he bills himself as a provider. But he seems so ephemeral that I don't know if he'd be a stable partner. Like last week, he told me his ex wanted to see him for lunch. He went and didn't say anything about it till I asked him. And the week before that, he broke a date with me that he had made literally that same day at the last minute because something came up at work. It just seemed like he doesn't want to be here with me. But I also acknowledge that I could be just making this up in my head. I'm 35 and he's 45. I'm about myself, my business, and my dreams. I want to get married and have kids and frankly, feel like I'm running out of time. But also, I don't want to be such a perfectionist that I miss out on something so good. So tell me as an outside observer, am I wasting my time? (sighs) Well... Let me ask you this. If somebody blindfolded you and told you to walk in a circle, how far did you get? I said that comparison because you're in the dark. You don't even know where you stand. So, of course, you can't make clear of his intentions. On top of the fact, just like I've said before, when somebody shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Now, what you said that you're 35, he's 45. Y'all grown, like big grown. And I don't know about you, but I think there comes a certain time with maturity and age that you realize that you value your time. And that's what I'm going to have to speak to you on this. This has nothing to do with him. I want to talk to you for a second. We need to discern how much you value yourself and how much you love yourself. Um, and ask yourself that, you know, you're talking about this sexual chemistry, but your complaints are on everything opposite of that or on the other side of the spectrum, per se. So then it becomes to what's more important to you. Are you okay? Just having spontaneity of, oh, can we do this? Or are you a person that wants to be planned to feel like you have a place, right? Are you going to be just the, uh, oh, let me go to 7-Up and fill up my Slurpee? Or are you going to be that dinner that we prepare? That I went to the grocery store, that I seasoned the meal, that I cooked the meal, then I presented the meal out. That's only up to you. Now, If you ask me from what I am seeing here, he's not that into you, sis. Um, And I say that because you're not clear. You know, it's just like, you know, you said that you're about your business. You said that you're about your dreams. You said that you're about yourself. You know, they say your first relationship and why it's so important is self-love is because it's the relationship of how you teach others how to treat you. If you are clear on yourself, if you are clear on your business, if you are clear on your dreams, why wouldn't you be clear on the next thing that's connected to you in a relationship? The difference here is, sis, you know what clarity looks like. You said it. I'm about my business. Hmm? Would you treat, because I'm only going to speak to you this way because you understand the importance of a business and a dream. Would you be okay with showing up for your dream and then suddenly somebody drops the ball or somebody didn't show up? Based on what I just read, you wouldn't be okay with that. So why would you settle that in your relationship with somebody that you're trying to build with? 
That's why I say how you do anything is how you do everything. You do not want to infiltrate that into your life, okay? To cause more clutter, to cause more confusion. Remember, we're looking for clarity. Now, here's the thing. I'm not sure what the pressures are, but you're talking about he doesn't call regularly. So why are you up here talking about you ready to get married and have kids? Are you insinuating that with with him? Hold on, sis. I get it. 35. The heat is on. No, it is on. I understand. But it's just like a cake. You can't take it out before it's ready. You can't serve up cake batter. So whatever you think you're cooking up in the kitchen, this ain't the cake, boo. Anime. You can't eat this cake because he's not showing up to bake the cake. Now, I get it. He got the ingredients. Um, You say that he's a provider. So I, I, I take it his financial is together. And, you know, he probably keeps himself up. You know, he spontaneously probably shows a swag. He got the chemistry or whatnot. But he's not that into you. Another thing. Because he doesn't call regularly, are you sure that he's available? Because, again, you said, I want to get married and have kids. But, frankly, I'm running out of time, honey. I think that you might be on a different racetrack than him. I think that you guys are seeing two different things. And you can't miss out on something good that ain't even in your, 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 your peripheral. You understand what I'm saying? So, as an outside observer... Sis, you might be wasting your time, especially because of the track and the plan that you are on. The track of saying, yo, I'm ready to get married and have children. This brother ain't even ready to call you his consistent girl. So you can sit here and and try to make yourself number one in his life. But remember, you're the prize to be chosen. You remember that guys like to go after the chase. Allow him to chase you. Show him how you expect to be treated. Are you going to be okay if he didn't come home every night and y'all got kids there? Are you going to be okay if he doesn't call and check in regularly on whatever appointments? Are you going to be okay with inconsistency? You wouldn't be where you are with your business. You wouldn't be where you are with your dreams. I'm wondering you wouldn't be where you are with yourself because it takes self to build up all that kind of stuff without the clarity. So, You've done so well for yourself. Don't let yourself slack off in the most intimate relationship that you can have. And that's somebody who is going to be honored to have the gift to call you his partner. I'm going to have to ask you to to sharpen your vision a little bit. Sharpen your ears. Sharpen that intuition inside to see this what it is. You know, you can't claim something that isn't available to you. You can't take a cake out of the oven before it's baked. Now, you sound like you got the ingredients. You just got to find somebody else to mix with, okay? All right. Let's go on to the next letter. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Subject, selling out or letting go of grief. Dear Dawn, I am a 38-year-old artist, and I really don't know what to do with the painting that I made. I made it as a gift for a friend who was now deceased. His family gave it back to me when they moved abroad, and I've been holding on to it in my living room for the last six years. Because of my day job, I'm usually on a Zoom call with some wealthy person or another, and while staring at the screen for seven hours a day is brutal. I usually manage to make it through. I normally use an alternate background for my calls to avoid seeming unprofessional, but recently on a call with a client, I have had for a while, I had my real background visible. The painting was hanging up and was in clear view. I didn't think anything of it until the client asked me about the painting before our call ended. I told him about it, and I think he took me to mean that I was just holding on to it. He offered me a lot of money for it. I was a little caught off guard, both by the ask and the amount. I told him I would think about it. So... It's the most money I've ever been offered for one of my pieces, and that's just a big achievement for me. My wife thinks I'd be crazy not to, but I can't help but feel like I'm doing something dirty or wrong by selling the connection to my friend. But then again, it's a lot of money, and it could do a lot for me and my family. Part of me thinks that my friend would want me to sell it. Maybe I'm just still grieving and afraid to let this go. I don't know. Can you tell me your thoughts? Okay. I can really speak on this. I've been transparent about this and you can definitely rewind some episodes back earlier on and I talk about how um, letting go. I speak on a perspective of saying that I learned through my mother's transition that oftentimes the greatest form of love is letting go. Um, And even thinking of my mom, one person that I've lost and in her life, she's had so much loss that she's held on to things. So I've talked about that, talked about the love of letting her go to allow her to transition so her body can feel what she feels. There's no grief. And then there's the whole thing of just letting go. As I've been telling you how I've been getting my apartment together. I'm still in transition. I'm building piece by piece. But sometimes it takes things to go piece by piece so that you can find your peace. Now, the thing that I found interesting about this painting and why I bring it up, You can't hold on and hoard things because it takes up space. Now, how to identify where your relationship stands with this painting is because any other time, based on you saying that you're implementing virtual backgrounds, states that you don't want anybody to see it. Almost as if it was shame. It was only this one time that it was caught off guard that somebody else recognized the beauty and said, hey, I want to offer some money for it. And you've heard it before. Another man's trash is another man's treasure. Gifts aren't meant to be held on to. You know, nobody says, I have a gift that I'm holding on to. No, gifts are meant for giving. And so it was in the season of your life where, you know, you made a painting for your friend and it gave your friend joy until the final death. But now if you have no reasons for holding on to it, why are you holding on to it for clutter? Even your wife said, hey, you could use the money. See, here's the thing too. Let me correlate this as I was talking to myself with giving my home together. 
and how I have to make room for my blessings that are about to come. It's just like if you are running track. It's just like if you are driving on the freeway and you're a car lane. Do you know how far you can move when that track or that lane is clear? When you have stuff and things you're holding on to, one, there's energy that's being placed in it. Two, it's taking up space. Whether that's for blessings, whether that's for opportunity, because you're so gun ho about holding that you didn't even make room for the next blessing to come. Understand, too, and this is something that you have to balance out with. Your friend isn't in that painting. Let me say that again. Your friend is not in that painting. Here's the difference. It would be one thing. And that was your pride and joy of that painting. Now, I'm not saying that you were ashamed of it, but I only say because any other time you aren't showcasing it. Now, I myself have different memorabilia from my mom, like her jewelry, things that I've seen her wear, things that mean something to me. My mom's jewelry was important and jewelry was important for us growing up. So when I wear my mom's ring or if I have her necklace or I have her bracelets, it's a memory of my mom and I'm using her to carry with me. You're not carrying this painting with you. Heck, you're not even showing the painting. Now, you in a situation of blocking yourself because you're like, I don't want to give up that painting when your blessing could be that money. What is that painting going to do for you? Hmm. But I'm not here to tell you what you shouldn't do. I'm just saying that if you're in a situation of one. It's not something that you're completely bragging up and screaming up to the ear tops about it. Why wouldn't you get some money? Because you said you need it. Allow your gifts to bless you. Allow life to bless you. But remember, you got to make room for blessings. You'd be surprised how when you start getting rid of things and letting go of situations and letting go of different relationships, how much more there's going to come in. Heck, let's just think about oxygen. If somebody were to put you in a room, right? Put you in a box, an airtight box. It's only for so long that you will able to breathe off your own oxygen. So I got to ask you, are you ready to breathe? Because right now, when we hold on to stuff in that room, it's nothing but carbon dioxide. You got to have oxygen to breathe. And see, even breathing itself is that movement to keep going, to keep growing, to keep being and doing. You are staying in a, a situation of where you're stuck. You're frozen. You're like, hey, I just want to hold on to. But blocking what's visible, not just the background that you're using having visible what's visible for the opportunities in your life hmm your friend isn't in that painting so if you ask me I let it go and this is coming from somebody who has lost someone if it's something that you have to put away out of shame then perhaps it's not meant for you to showcase let somebody else honor and treasure that beauty. Let somebody bless you for where you need to be blessed. Who is that to say if that wasn't your friend for blessing you back for all those years that you created that painting for them, right? Who's to say that that's not the gift returning back to you? But see, that's what happens. When you get so caught up, just, just think about us driving or walking down the street or just moving. You get so caught up and looking behind you, you miss the abundance of the opportunity in front of you. Now, I mentioned the car because, hey, could you imagine if you spent your whole life on that little rearview mirror trying to see what's behind you? An opportunity, blessings are as big as your windshield that takes up your entire view. Hello? They say if you want to be somebody and if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. I know that you loved your friend, but... Allow your friend to bless you. They're not in there. You still talk to your friend. You still got journals. You still got the memories that last in your heart and your mind. But let go of this piece of art and allow their gift of painting to come back and bless you. Allow your friend's energy or whatever inspired you to make that painting, bless someone else. And if you choose not to, then you better showcase that bad boy and stop playing. Because if somebody else can see a beauty in something and is willing to offer you an astronomical amount that you can't see, what are you holding on to it for? Life is too short to not have anything in your life that isn't beautiful. So can you let it be beautiful? All right. That's it for the rest of the letters. I'll, I enjoyed that. 
You know, I think back in these letters, I think the common theme has been communication. Um, different parties, or whether it be communication with self of knowing uh, that you need to get off the clearance rack and get behind the glass where the valuables are. Whether or not it's knowing your worth and your relationship with other people and knowing how to communicate that. It's about knowing self. See, that's what I'm saying what vitamin D is about. You know, I talked about this before, but we heard the song when we were children. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Hey, you ever heard somebody say you shine from the inside out? Cut on that light. So that you can see the good and the bad. Because we're supposed to be better and do better. And for each person that wrote the letter, thank you. Thank you for taking time to love on you. Thank you for taking time to want to be better and to do better. Thank you for being so vulnerable enough to just share yourself. To open up. You are appreciated and you are admired for that. And if you were just listening and you got a letter that you want to write, I want you to email me. Send it to vitamin D at dawndayspeaks.com, okay? And I also want to offer this up. I talked about this before, but I want to offer some vitamin D sessions. You know, it's just a one-on-one conversation. If you like the advice letters, let's have a sit-down chat powwow. We'll talk. Let's do it. I'll offer it, you know, at no cost for 30 minutes. My only requirement is that you leave a review and tell your friends to tell your friends about it and subscribe to the Vitamin D podcast because you can hear it on every platform. And again, who doesn't want to be excited about their life? We live a life on purpose and for a purpose, okay? Well, that's it for your dose of Vitamin D. Um, Shine your light. Continue to shine your light. And in the meantime... I want to make sure that you follow me on all social media at Dawn Day Speaks in case you need some extra vitamin D in your life. And I want to leave you with something. I want you to always remember that you are your greatest asset. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.